Welcome to Comfortable Place on the Couch Series 2, a, in air quotes, regularly scheduled podcast. Why do you even say that? Well, because we all know that we haven't been very regular well, lately. It, have you had regularity problems, Taryn? No, I'm fine. I'm okay. very regular. Okay. A regularly scheduled podcast where two Canadians talk about a band full of Australians. And one New Zealander. On the... Comfortable couch. Base. On the base. <laughs> to Midnight Oil fans all around the podcast universe. Yay. I have no funny thing to say there. No, around this great circle tour. That's right. From 2017. My name is Darren Folds, and in the coming months, honestly, I'll be listening to all those Midnight Oil songs that didn't make it onto their studio albums. I'm talking about B-sides, cover demos, covers, demos, and cover demos, and maybe a few other tracks if the fancy strikes me. Weren't you supposed to say rarities in there somewhere? Oh, sure, rarities. That's a good word. Bonus materials. Maybe some new stuff. Floor cuttings. Joining me each episode is my best friend and fellow Midnight Oil enthusiast with the big pipes. Were you just flexing there? I, I just like oh, the, I don't know. I wasn't really flexing <laughs> with the big pipes. Robin Harbin, welcome to my basement and the couches, Robin. Yay, we're back here. It's been months. It has been too many months. We've been away too long. Have I been away too long? Yes. I just, just can't. can't wait. Yeah, we have been away too long. What have we, what have we been doing, Darren? We haven't been podcasting. No, that's it for sure. It seems like the last time we were podcasting, we were we were doing some oil stuff, and we had started doing that grown up eighties thing a little bit. Yeah, and then you became this overnight YouTube sensation. <laughs> I think I think you did start this when you first invited me to do this podcast. What two over two years over ago? Two years ago, yeah. I think we started two like January, half. February, March ish. Yeah, so two and a half years ago we first did this. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Yeah, when we started it was really yeah. fun. No, no, it was fun. It stayed fun. And oops. And Sorry. then when we started doing the growing up eighties stuff, that was fun. But meanwhile I'd been experimenting with YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I started working on this YouTube project called 8-Bit Show and Tell about old computer stuff. Yeah. And it, it's been working out really well. I've got 4,000 subscribers. Yeah. I'm making videos that tens of thousands of people watch sometimes. That's kind of cool. And very recently, I think you know this, Darren, but Darren was on the show. I was. Because over this winter, he made a new Commodore game yeah. for his old computer. Kind of like one of those bucket list ideas. Yeah, kind of. And so if you're interested in Darren and I clowning around in front of a computer, check that out. What's it called? 8-Bit Show and Tell. And on the YouTubes. And the other thing that happened to me, Darren, I went back and got a real job. You got a real job. For the first time. Out of the basement. Yeah. I've been working in my basement for like years. Living the dream. It was sometimes. It was pretty good a lot of the time, and yep. I, I honestly do miss it, but I've had this real job. Okay, as powder workers, you and I are a bit on the young side. Yeah. We're yeah. we're 46, can I say that? Yeah, you can. We're 46 years old, and that puts us on the younger side of the powder workers. Yep. Okay, at my new job, I am the oldest person in the company everybody ceo 
even the the lead guy who hired me. Yeah. Now some of them I'm only o- older than by months, but still. But a whole bunch of them I'm older like like well, decades I wandered older than. up to your office like a couple weeks ago and you're just working with a bunch of kids. There are a bunch of kids there. Yeah. One of them some of them are younger than my kids. That's weird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is weird. So, so that's been, been affecting our ability to get together. I yep. I get home and I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I don't want to drive anywhere. I want town. I want to lie on the floor in my basement. I understand that, and it, you know what? I've always been really thankful that you've come over to my place to do these kind of things. So yeah. thanks for coming over again to here, do this. Here kind we of are. Yeah. And I wasn't I wasn't looking for excuses, although we probably need to give a few excuses for yeah. why we haven't been around for a while, but. We've been doing other fun stuff too. We, yeah. uh, Robin and I, Robin's part of um, of a occasional old man band, mm-hmm. and uh, this spring I got recruited to be the second drummer for oh, a yeah. kind of thing. So Robin <laughs> and I got to play a couple of gigs together in the last uh, month or so. Yeah, and that, that was fun. That was fun. First time we've ever had two drum kits. Yeah, at the same time. It was pretty cool. Yeah. In fact, there were two of just about every instrument except bass. That's what we kind of figured out like the last couple of weeks, like two weeks ago when we did the thing. Yeah. Two yeah. keyboards, two drums, two guitars, one bass, one pedal steel guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So you and Hugh kind of had to be the, the pair for that. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow pedal steel and bass together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's enough about us, Terry. That's right. People aren't interested in that. No. They're here for the oils chat. Yes, that's oils what chat. That's what I've been calling this. Come on over for an oils chat. We're having oils chat tonight. Because, you know, it just seemed like this was, if we're going to get back on the on the road and, and be doing these podcasts. Back on the wagon. The stuff that happened in the last couple days is a good reason to get together and talk about that and, yeah. and some stuff. So we're not actually going to talk about... I was going to say, we're not going to talk about music tonight. We're not going to like do the next episode of the podcast that we had planned tonight. We're just going to kind of have some oils chat, just kind of get yeah. caught up for a little bit. That, that's right. We're not, we probably next episode will be resuming the B-sides, rarities, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Your regularly scheduled Comfortable Place on the Couch podcast. Which isn't regularly scheduled at all. Well, it's regularly scheduled. We just have, <laughs> we should call it a periodic podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out periodically. It, it does. A new song. If anyone films it and puts it on YouTube, they're dead meat. So, woke up. Did I wake up Friday morning? Yeah. To New Oil's song on the it, internets? Yes. It's like, I was not expecting this. No. And Peter Garrett wasn't expecting it to be on YouTube either. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. If any of you record this and put it on YouTube, you're dead meat. And of course, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it was on minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, for which I'm glad. We appreciate the person who sacrificed themselves. Yes. For those of us. Thank you for dying. Not in Thoreau, New South Wales. Oh. That night. Is that where it was? Well, it's, it's a suburb of Wollongong. Yeah. Right or an extended? It's it's yeah. It's in the neighborhood of in Wollongong. The Wollongong, Greater Wollongong Metropolitan yeah, Area. Yeah. So hey, now did you live in Wollongong? Yeah. See, I lived in Wollongong, nineteen seventy-seven, as a four and five-year-old. I went to Fairy Meadow Demonstration School. 
It wasn't a real school. It was a demonstration it school. It was a demonstration school. I still, I, I actually don't really understand why they stick the word demonstration there. It's still there today. Yeah. The school and the name. Yeah. They've decided, you know, demonstration. That's an important part. So have you ever been to Anita's Theater? No, they, I guess it wasn't the place a four-year-old <laughs> went to. Oh. So if you were born in 72 and went to Fairy Meadow School, you and I were classmates. That would be, wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. If somebody, yeah. So the Oils played the, played a show. I guess they're warming up for the European tour. This is how it goes, all right? They're, they're touring Europe this summer. Yeah. Well, summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Yes. The European summer. The European summer. <laughs> and yeah. And so they're playing a handful of warm-up gigs in Australia. Yeah. Before they go yeah. to the north. And they're mostly doing like festival type things in, in Europe, I think. That's what it sounds like. They're yeah. doing some big shows. Yeah. I don't know if it's mostly festivals, okay. but certainly uh, some yeah. big festivals. Yeah. Right on, right on. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We wanted to talk about Anita's theater. Oh yeah, we're talking and, about and that the song. Yeah. Okay, so let we should just talk about this whole gig, though, right? Sure. Yeah. So thanks to our good friend Chris Hall, he posted the set list for Anita's theater, May twenty third, twenty nineteen. Do you do you know what kind of songs they played, Darren? I'm I'm looking at it right here. I didn't know that I got it from Chris Hall. Okay. They opened with, of all things, Run By Night. That's great. Wow. Well, you know, you could say you open but with anything, and I'd say, that's great. But yeah, that is great. <laughs> yeah, but run, yeah, Run By Night, and then Knife's Edge. Wow. That's going way back. Yeah. And rocking real hard. Yeah, so apparently that is the first time. Oh, 130 bucks to hear four songs? I can't believe it. <laughs> Did somebody say that again? Is that like the ongoing it's joke the on, now? It's That's the good. ongoing joke. Good. Can't I'm believe glad I that. spent $103 to hear four songs. <laughs> oh, I'm glad people are I laughing still, at that I still one love now. that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Safety okay. Chain Blues? Yeah. Uh, uh, are, did you want to like... And Dust? I don't think we have to go into every song, nope. but... I would have liked to hear Tin Legs. Yeah. Bull Roar. King of the Mountain. Give oh, me some yeah. King of the Mountain. Right on. So they they broke their almost perfect streak there. With yeah, it's it's nice. Like they're they're going like from, it seems like one end of the spectrum to the other, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Good songs, bad songs. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant like really early stuff, and then yeah, and then to hear concrete live. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I wonder if like it, if it went all crazy if they used all the distortion on Pete's vocals and. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that there's not more YouTube, but I guess after the guy became dead meat from recording yeah, this that one. Yeah, started to ward off when, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, feeding, for... okay, Antarctica. Yeah. That was when we saw live Antarctica, that was really nice because Jim did the yeah. extended piano outro. outro. That was you good. You keep creaking there. I'm really creaky, it's my old yep. bones. And then Short Memory, My Country, Lorita yeah, Witt. so... Oh, how do you say that? Lurita way? Is that? Lurature way? Yeah. Lurature way. Thank now, you. Now, I'm, I'm thinking that this is like, okay, that was the first you had the opening set up to Feeding Frenzy. Yeah. And then we've got like the dashes, Short Memory, My Country, Literature Way, and the new song. And it looks like that was like the cocktail Q 
kit set. Uh, cocktail that drum makes set. sense. Yeah, that's right. So, Darren, you're going to try and say the name of the new song because that's what point we're at. Now. Okay, so um, when I look at this song that is spelt T A R K I N E, yeah. I want to pronounce it Tarkeen. Mm-hmm. And I think, no, no, that's not right. And then I think of Grand Moff Tarkin from Star Wars, <laughs> and I know that's not right. But actually, I think that is pretty close to being right. I think it's pronounced Tarkin. It sounds like Rob says Tarkin to me. Yeah. And I didn't know what Tarkin was. I had to look it up and stuff like that. But uh, let's let's go to Rob and hear how he pronounces it. Uh, by Jimmy. This is a uh, Tarkin. Thanks, Rob. Tarkin. Tarkin. Yeah. So... The song's grown on me. I listened to it four or five times now, I think. Yeah, yeah, me too. Becoming more and more dead meat each time. That's right. <laughs> well, you didn't put it on YouTube. No, okay. I wasn't the one. Yes, yeah. so it's pronounced Tarkon, I Tar- guess. Yeah, that's at least how, that's how it sounded like Rob said Rob it. Rob says it, yeah. Yeah. When Rob says, hey, it's a new song, Yeah. I think he says, this is one of Jimmy's, or this is a, this is a Jim song. It's a Jim song, okay. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what he's saying there. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's mellow, but it makes sense. It's interesting that they would introduce a new song during the acoustic set. Yeah. But it seems like probably a good strategy. First of all, if this does end up on an album, mm-hmm. it'll probably sound pretty different than this. Well, I wanted to ask you what you were thinking about that. Like, you yeah. know, introducing a new song live, you know, yeah. gives them time to, I don't want to say necessarily polish it, but work it, Yeah, you know, and find out what parts are working great, what parts need some other stuff to happen. Yeah. 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 And from Pete, not to complain, but Pete's vocals are a bit iffy. He, he's having trouble finding that first note yeah. of each line. And I want, I, I don't imagine that's from a lack of practice. I imagine I was thinking, giving him the benefit of the doubt, maybe it was just the, the sound system or his monitors or yeah, something. He was might, a bit of a might not have been hearing himself so well. But maybe they actually, maybe it's a really new song to yeah, him yeah. and they just decided to do it. Yeah. Because uh, Pete was obviously reading the lyrics for this song. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, he was giving definite signs that he was checking his notes for each line. Okay. So it's quite possible that he just learned it. Sure. Like on the back of the flatbed truck. The yeah. Night the before. Back of, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> During practice. Um, so. Yeah, it's nice to hear the harmonica back again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A couple little bits uh, in the middle of the song, and then kind of he kind of takes over towards the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got a few different parts. Well, the intro, middle, yeah, outro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think Jim is playing a mandolin. I, I oh, is that what? It was? You see, I did look at it on YouTube, but I ended up I didn't really pay close attention to it on Friday morning as I was listening to it. And then I would just listen to it a few times as I was walking. So I Mm. actually haven't watched the video through, I don't think yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of got that, uh, REM song from like, totally out of time or something. Yeah. From out of time when, when REM was using mandolin. And of course it's not a totally foreign sound for the oils as well. Having Mm -hmm. that kind of acoustic riff. Yeah. I was thinking as I was as I was wandering around listening to it Friday at lunchtime, I was thinking, I want to ask Robin, what album does it most remind you of? Like, where could you see this? Obviously, it most reminds me of, of the new album, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, where, where would you place this? Well, a little bit Diesel and Dust. Yeah. Because of the acoustic. Yeah. And then I guess that would also include the Red Sails. 
That's kind of when sure. they were using acoustic guitars the most, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. Unless I'm for, no, forgetting that's something. That's good. Um, but then it's got a bit of that Earth, Sun, Moon uh, vibe under it too. Mm-hmm. Bones bass line. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not upbeat like most of Earth, Sun, and Moon was. No. But as far as the, the bass line... And then kind of yeah. into breathe. Yeah. yeah, I was saying it's got a, a kind of wistfulness that reminds me of breathe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of there's a spectrum there, but that's where it kind of fits into me. That long series of albums. Yeah, that, I guess that's ten years worth of albums, isn't it? From yeah. uh, from Red Sails. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure it is. From Red Sails to breathe, but yeah. so listen to it a few times. Not enough to to have any real solid opinions on it other than oh, I'm really glad to. To hear some new stuff, yeah. This this will work. I, I can I can get on board with this for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I think a lot of us are we're hoping that they'd be coming back with a loud, angry album. Sure. In this current era, there yeah. there was a lot of calls. The world needs midnight oil now. Yeah. And then that, to me at least, was kind of equating to midnight oil. We need an angry. Yeah. Yelling uh, at you. Yelling at you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Slap you upside the head. But. First of all, we don't know for sure if this will even make it on the new album, this yep. song. There's yep. no guarantee sure. it will. And even if it does, is absolutely fine for an album. Yeah. Needs, oh, we're going to slow it down for you a little here. Well, and, and you know, maybe what the world needs right now is Midnight Oil again. But maybe they actually need somebody to come in with a little bit more of a gentle hand, point you in the right direction with a little bit more care and tenderness. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Oh, come on. I want Pete to yell at everybody. Yeah, I want that too. I want a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. So Tarkin. Yeah. Let's talk about what Tarkin is. So I guess you looked it up, eh? Yeah. I, I looked it up and I found that, you know, this is a region in Tasmania yeah. with some real ancient um, rainforests, a special area that needs protection. Also has a lot of uh, ancient Aboriginal sites in it. Oh, yeah. So it's also, so it's both ecological but also archaeologically significant. Sure, yeah. And uh, there's a lot of people calling for protection there. Yep. Uh, actually, this was a very early example of uh, of environmentalism or or an attempts at protection. Okay. In Australian politics as well. Okay, right on. Which wasn't actually very successful, mm. but it was. Um, yeah, there, there's been ongoing calls. For more protection there. Right on, yeah. yeah. When, I, when I was reading about that, it, it was reminding me of Clayquot Sound mm-hmm. in, in British Columbia. And of course... Here in Canada. Yeah. When the oils came through in 93, they recorded with the Tragically Hip. Yes. And um, that's actually, I think, going to be one of the songs that we're going to listen to for our next podcast episode. Yeah, our next too, podcast so, yeah. should include that. You told me, Robin. Mm-hmm. Special surprise slash mailbag. Yeah. What is what is special surprise slash mailbag? Well, it's only special in the sense that it's been so long, you've forgotten. I have forgotten. We've got stuff. It's been sitting on the table beside you, and I didn't notice this. What is this? Airmail from Australia. Yes. Wow. Ooh. Thank you to Grant for sending this. Yeah. It's thicker than a piece of paper, but about the size of a piece of paper folded in half. And it's a little bit squishy. Maybe there's Oof, maybe there's some uh, bubble wrap in it. Oh, I know what this is. 
Wow, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Oh, I can't get into it to see it. Uh, I don't want to wreck the envelope either. For some reason, I want to keep the envelope. We're both Thank simultaneously you, ripping open something. For doing the legwork to get this to us. Man, these Australian envelopes, they're high security. Made with <laughs> made with real old growth trees. Oh, don't make those terrible. jokes. Terrible. Ah, ooh, looks like a birdie. Look at that. That's very nice. So what are you looking at there, Derek? So this is the 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 repressing of um the sun becomes the sea. Yep, the sun the, becomes the sea by Rob Hurst. This is a really nice uh this is a much nicer booklet than I was expecting. Yeah, well, I think we, we won't even call it a booklet. No, it's a book. We'll just call it a proper hardcover book. Yeah. In an interesting, um, what, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? The ratio, the... Uh, aspect ratio. Aspect ratio. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's very nicely bound, and it is full of art, and on the inside cover, signed... It says, Best Wish. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, it looks like that too. Cool. By, I believe, Rob. I imagine it's Rob. And then there's a table of index, Stronger Than the Strings, mm -hmm. is the first track, thir 11 tracks. Truth Walk Slowly was on another album, right? I think the Truth Walk Slowly is the one that he re-recorded with his daughter, Oh, okay, yeah. His long-lost daughter. Yeah. Sorry, this is not fantastic podcast material, but we're just enjoying flipping through this lovely book slash... Yeah, this is really nice. Man of Ice and Dust. That sounds like a cool song. It's like each of the paintings of the birds has like a German name and a English name. Who's the art by? His daughter? Oh, Gabriella Hurst. Oh, okay, and that's why they're in German. It's a project I undertook, writes Gabriella, whilst living at the Zentrum für Kunst und Urbanistics in Berlin in early 2014. So it became a real kind of family thing. Yeah. Jim co-wrote uh, There Is No Town With Rob. Yeah. And he also mixed... Thank you, Grant, for yeah doing the legwork to get these uh, mailed mailed off. Yeah, to and us. the and the other powder workers that help make this happen. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There's uh, a number of them. We will endeavor to listen to that in a future episode. I think it's an excellent album. Uh, I listened to the digital version of it when it was released. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and to me, it's right up there among the very best solo oils projects oh yeah this this okay. album is top two or three really yeah yeah oh well that's cool yeah i'm glad okay anyway, I'm, I'm going okay. to admit Back that from, yeah. i still haven't cracked open the domain dvds that arrived like in november yeah well we were going to watch those together too weren't yes we? we've been yeah. kind of waiting to do that together so. yeah so we'll still try to do that yeah. sometime yeah maybe yeah that was great yeah. Special surprise mailbag. Yeah. We talked about the summer tour, the 
European summer tour. Yeah. And shall we lament how they're not coming to North America? I was kind of holding out for a while there thinking, oh, you know, maybe they'll come to North America. Maybe they'll come to North America. But I understand. I understand the logistics and the financial obligation. Like if you're, if you've been invited to come play a festival and you can get in a bunch of other gigs in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But then to pack everything up, come over to North America. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, it's not something they do lightly because it's such a production. Yeah. All the gear. Yeah. All the extra personnel required. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really is a big undertaking. Yeah. And it's understandable, especially if they really are focusing on getting an album done this year. Yeah. Then... We totally forgive them. The time and expense. Oh, for we, sure. We understand. Do you do you imagine? I imagine that when they came back to um, Canada and the States in the second half of the summer of 2017, that was kind of a, we, we added these dates afterwards. I imagine they recouped their costs for doing that. Yeah, it was, it was actually surprising they did that. Yeah. Uh, but I assume that. Yeah that it was financially viable for them. And I imagine that, you know, having just been in the countries, then been away for a couple months, and then rolling back in where interest and excitement was still really high yeah. on the reunion tour kind of thing going yeah. on, that, that you know, they would expect to be able to, to fill the venues that they were playing at. Maybe wouldn't quite be as easy to fill in 2019, but if they get an album out, yeah, maybe 2020... That's maybe what they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, fingers are always crossed yep. that they're coming back. I hope they are. But you know what? If it was between a new album yep. that I could enjoy forever and one more oil show, uh, I, I this might be controversial, Yeah, but I would take the new album. And you know, I think that as much as I want to go to another oil show, I think you're choice is the right choice because i think with the new album you've got a pretty good chance of a new concert too yeah a new tour so i think you can have both jim's been putting out some new solo stuff yeah on Bandcamp. yeah some videos even the last like the day before the oils video came out yeah. jim had a couple videos show up on on youtube on yeah. his his uh, super secret account with yes. his fake name yeah, and then... Would you believe it if I told you I was viewer number one on the Afghanistan video? No. It showed no views. Zero it views. It said zero when I clicked on it and watched it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and uh, Jim released, yeah, new album on Bandcamp. Apparently he forgot to click, like, the publish button oh. before he went off to his gig with the oils. Okay. And then like he got back from the gig. Yeah. And then clicked the publish button that he forgot. Oh dear. Yeah. Sorry guys. That was my album was supposed to launch, but it didn't because <laughs> I didn't click the button. So one of Rob Hurst's other bands is I think Hurst and Green. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a funny tweet or Facebook post or something. Oh really? That I think it was Green. Yeah grumpily complaining that they were working on a new album, but now Rob stole a bunch of the songs back for his quote 
other band. His other band. <laughs> oh. So, and I I assume Green was was joking, uh, oh, okay. at least partly yeah. joking. Yeah. Oh, another tidbit that indicates. Yeah, that things are happening. It sounds like they really have been in the studio. Okay. I have been off the Facebook, like totally off the Facebook for so long now. I I rely on you to give me news that shows up on the Facebook from the powder workers. So some stuff I just don't know. A lot of stuff. Let's be honest, Darren. A lot of stuff I just don't know. (laughs) Except when it came to Quibib Midnight Oil, it's news... You actually did know it every time I tried to tell you things for a while. I think we found out you were off Facebook, but like you were on your wife's Facebook an awful lot for a while there. I wouldn't say an awful lot. I think I just happened to be on it. It's just coincidence. moment. Whenever there was news and I would tell you that same morning and you already <laughs> knew. What can I say? What? Lucky. Sure. Yeah. You could, one could say that. Good genes. <laughs> That's a, you've got a very loud beard. Oh, why are my beards? It's beard chat. Beard chat. We, why don't we have a beard podcast? Beard oil. Beard oil. <laughs> I'm disappointed that none, that no more of the oils grew beards during their break. None more. None more. I was like going to say none. Jim? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I said none more. Yeah. Uh, acknowledging that at least Jim has joined in the facial hair club. It's so hard to not have Jim as my favorite oils. Especially now that he's bearded. Yeah. See, Peter Garrett needs to grow a beard because he would look so cool. He would. Like the goatee kind of thing? No, no, not a goatee. No? A big, blonde beard. beard. Oh, like when he was Santa. Oh, yeah. Where was that photo from? Was that like online somewhere? Or was that in the Midnight Oil Yellow Book? Well, it's in both, I think. But it was going around online a lot. Yeah. Like when he was Santa. Pete, if you come back to Canada, will you please grow a big bushy beard? Yeah. You will be the favorite oil then, for sure. So we really did turn that into beard chat. Yep. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? You're wearing your... I got my Ned Kelly on. Your Ned Kelly shirt. That yep. is a pretty cool shirt. It is a pretty cool shirt, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Two quick things. Mm-hmm. The Breathe Concert LP that came out for... Yeah, uh, I thought there was something else. Okay. Record, record Store Day. What's it called? Yep. Record Store Day. It sounds like it shouldn't be called Record Store Day, but that's what it's called? Record Store Day, Darren. You're so, right. Like that, that showed up. Now, that only came out in Australia, maybe Australia, New Zealand, or something like that. That was something one like of the that, yeah. albums that was available down there. So we weren't able to get it. And then, like, instantly, they're all on the eBays for the 80 euros and stuff like that. Yeah, it's goofy. Yeah, yeah. That's too bad. Missed and, out on that. And somehow it's an unofficial release. Like, what do you mean? Like, I heard that. The oils said that they didn't sanction that release. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So that's I don't weird. Know. Yeah. That's weird. That's what Rob told me. Hurst? Yeah. And the other oils LP news is the domain LP, the big red domain LP yeah. is coming out. That looks nice too. That'd be pretty cool. All the things to buy. There are a lot of things to buy. I've fallen behind. Yeah. There was a time where I would buy, if it said midnight oil, I just bought it. Yeah. 
but then I started getting really expensive. And with that, it's time to not put the lid back on the tank and say goodnight until next time when we will be listening to some Earth and Sun and Moon era tunes on Comfortable Place on the Couch, a Midnight Oil podcast. Suggestions, comments, hate mail, just want to get mentioned on the podcast? Send us some mail. Or get in touch with us on the Twitters. I found the Twitters. It's easy to find me. I'm at Darren the Folds. Yeah. It's more difficult to find Robin. No, I'm so ever-present. You are. You're all over the place. So you can either find me on Twitter as Bedford Level Experiment, but that's Bedford L-V-L-E-X-P, or at 8-Bit Show and Tell, all one word. Eight being a number and all the rest being (laughs) letters. Except for the dash. No, no dash. No dash? No dash. Just the number eight and then Bit Show and Tell. (laughs) Darren the Folds, nice and easy. I'm not sure that the in there is. It's kind of like Kermit the Frog or Smokey the Bear. Winnie the Pooh, Darren the Folds. But Smokey the Bear isn't Smokey the Bear. I just threw that in for you. Kermit the Frog, Winnie the Pooh. Kermit the the Frog, yeah. How come you never got into Muppets? I don't know, my kids... Kids... Good. Perfect. That's the cows. Yeah. Okay, good night. That's good. How come I never got into Muppets? So for Robin Harbin, I'm Darren Folds. Those are the cows. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Got a little bit of hollow notes here. <laughs> why did they hollow notes? Darren, why is your phone playing hollow notes? Hollow notes? Well. <laughs> Make it stop. Please stop all the notes. All right. It doesn't seem like an accidental kind of thing. Oh, it's definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, I like me some hollow notes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get my wife to go down and see hollow notes with me in Minneapolis this summer. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be great. That's how you try to do it? Just by (laughs) playing man eater. Playing man eater. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Interesting strategy, Darren. Yeah. Let me know how that works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Where were we now? We're talking about the first new oh, Midnight yeah. Oil song in in 18 years. And Hollow Notes. And Hollow Notes. <laughs> Interrupt it with Hollow Notes. Well...